Thank you for tuning in to The Disputable Take, brought to you by Phoenix Radio and Internet Sports Media. Here is your host, Matthew Medina. Whoa, oh no. We have a guest appearance from the regular co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back, I'm back. Well rested. That's right, he's back from his European excursion. He did his little mecca, his crusades. He's back. Listen, you know, I had a little international uh, expedition, and I have returned to right the wrong on the all-basketball misnomers. That's right. I've been keeping it alive on the Funky Cole Hoops, which all you guys have been listening to. Thank you for subscribing and listening. Uh, we do need some comments, though. We would love to have some comments and feedback, see what we're doing good, what we're doing bad. Um, but we do appreciate you subscribing. Continue listening on iTunes, um, SoundCloud, and Google Play. But this is going to be, this is the disputable take. We're going to change the format a little bit because it's the first episode in a long time. Um, normally we do five five subjects, five minutes each. Today we're going to do four subjects. Three of them are going to be ten minutes and one's going to be five minutes. Um, so it's more like a, a wrestling pay-per-view where the match has to be <laughs> this amount of time. Um, but it's going to be good. It's going to be dedicated all to hoops. Because that's what's been driving the market, and that's what's it's, a lot of crazy stuff has been going on in the last week, week and a half. Week, week and a half. It's been it's um, been interesting. The playoffs, the games themselves may not have have high quality, and a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, these playoffs are boring." I'm, well, I'm that's, on that bandwagon. Though. By the way, though, that's just that's a narrative because the facts are that people are still watching because the ratings are. Through the roofs. Well, yeah, you have to watch to see how boring. No, it is. no, no. But the ratings are better than they were last year. Yeah, yeah. You have to watch so, so you can complain about it. People are still watching. No, I agree. so let's go ahead. Let me get my timer ready. I'm your host. I have you introduced myself. I'm your host, Matthew Medina. I'm sure you already know that. CJ Clayton is back. We're happy to have him. I've been dying to have this moment again. <laughs> it's not easy doing everything by yourself, but it's so much more fun to have someone to talk to. And we're just going to talk about subjects. Today is really basketball, a little bit of basketball culture, and basketball business. Because we're going to talk a lot of business when we get to that last subject. So we're talking basketball, basketball culture, and basketball business? I yeah. like it. I thought, I thought we were going to get three Bs, those triple Bs in there. Oh. 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 That's called a tease. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> okay. By the way, I've been getting better with the T's on the other ones. Yeah. I drop it right there in the intro. Nobody like, likes the T's. Oh, but first we're going to talk about this. <laughs> Nobody likes the T's. No, that's how you get them in this business. <laughs> I watch and I listen and All I right. adapt and I learn. So right, let's, get let's get into the first one. We're going to do the five minute one first. We are going to talk about the probable MVP runner up. And let's get started here. Five minutes. James Harden. He had a great season, regular season. Agreed. I actually, I, if I had a, you know, my mythological MVP vote, I actually voted him first, LeBron second, Kawhi third, I think. And Russell fourth? I had Russell maybe fourth or fifth. Wow. I Listen, the triple-double, I get it. It's awesome. It's never going to happen. That's great. But there's, I think there's holes. And I love Russell Westbrook. I love his intensity, his passion, all this stuff, but we're not here to talk Russell. Okay. But I think there's holes in his game, and there's holes in his MVP candidacy. Agreed. But we're here to talk James Harden. James Harden, to me, turned it around. The YouTube video of him not playing defense from years past, I thought he got over that. I think he went from, like, Jesus Christ, he's the worst guy ever on defense, to you can hide just him bad. A bit. Yeah. Which is an upgrade. No, for sure. So he was, you know, workable, livable with. 
And that's why I thought he was MVP, because then he had his awesome regular season. But, man, he crumbled. Yeah, absolutely. Now, there is a story out there. There's rumors. Let me hear the rumors. Whispers, whispers, whispers. whispers. That he had a concussion, because his head banged on the court, I guess, in Game 5. Yeah, you know, if that's true, will we ever know? Will that ever be confirmed? I don't don't know. know. If that leaks out, that'll change my opinion. But in our pre-reading, I think he'll never, ever be an MVP candidate again because the media is very fickle. I totally disagree. First thing, I'll, I'll make the point of this. This it doesn't surprise me. It didn't surprise me that James Harden disappeared. It didn't surprise me that he was no longer that pick and roll maestro and picking off the uh, picking off the defense and getting guys involved. Because you know what, one thing about the NBA is his little surprise. Guys are usually what they always are. They don't change. They don't really evolve. They can hide. They can masquerade for a little bit. There was a time where Kobe was playing the pseudo point guard for the Lakers, but guess what? Kobe would really much rather be doing putting forty five on your head top. Okay. There's, you know, so James Harden, you know, doing this masquerading act for 82 games and then... Here's another question back. I have. Uh-huh. I don't know. Maybe somebody's asked it. I could be wrong. Okay. I don't think after... This is now after back-to-back years or three years in a row now of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't think his specific game type mm-hmm. translates to playoff basketball, which is a different... There are three different types of basketball in this country. There's college, Mm -hmm. there's NBA regular season, and then there's NBA postseason. I disagree. Well, because when you when you look at it on paper, it's a lot of free throws. Yeah, but free throws are are very helpful. The team that usually wins the free throw, they don't get called as much in the in the playoffs. They don't. They don't. That's what that's what I'm saying. Well, yeah, but if he drew if he drew him at the same clip, then yeah. But But he's not going to. That's my point. Yeah, you're right. Seeking out that contact, um, and not getting the call is it's almost like a turnover, in that regard. And no. he leads the league in turnovers already. Exactly. At, 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 historical, at a historical pace. My thing is this, I disagree because I think that James Harden's game is flashy enough. There's enough substance in it to get that MVP buzz back again. I think he's Putting done. up 27. James Harden is a guy that could, if he averaged 30 points next year, is it going to surprise you? No, but I think he's done. I'm going to reference, like I talk, we talked about the mm. meeting. I'm going to reference Dirk Nowitzki. After the 07 finals, when they were the number one seed, he was the MVP that year, mm-hmm. and they got punked by Miami in that four reverse four-game sweep because the referees helped Dwayne Wade, by the way. A little bit. Um, Dirk Nowitzki had better years than his MVP year, <clears throat> 2010, when they won the finals. Didn't I don't think he ever finished in top 10 MVP voting ever again. I, get, I understand your point. I understand your point. I just I think that James Harden right now, I feel like I could I could see him in a How conversation. Old is he? I think he's 27, 28. I think he's done as MVP candidate. No, I, do. I mean, ne- like next year, if he starts off, like James Harden could average a triple double. I don't next think it's going to matter anymore. Now that Russell did it, like it's, I think it's. No, I think there's still some. I think the media it. is fickle. Yeah, Remember, well, they didn't give LeBron James the MVP in 2010 because I'm taking my talents to South Beach. Who the hell cares? <laughs> Listen, I understand the media is fickle. Why are your feelings hurt? I just feel like. James Derrick Harden. Rose won the MVP that year. I'm not saying I'm not saying James Harden will never win it. I'm not saying he will win an MVP. I'm just saying he'll he'll be one of those guys. Just how how Paul George was in the MVP conversation for you know a couple of months. You know I feel like James Harden can get back to that level. But I will I don't say think this: he's ever going to finish higher than fourth. I think I he's can, done. I, I, I can agree with you on that. Maybe third or fourth. But I'll say this: I feel like the MVP should be a complete season review. So the 2017. Total so you're, you're saying the MVP should no longer be a regular, a regular season, season award. award? No, 
No, I don't. I don't yeah. like it. Because you know what? Look, who's the if you're if you're picking the most valuable playoff in the postseason right now? Who you picking? LeBron James. The King. Because like guys like LeBron are they don't care about those eighty two games, man. These guys playing historic level basketball. Yeah, but then you might as well just make it the Finals MVP is the MVP. I'll be because, fine with that. But I disagree because there was a year, um, like when Chauncey Billups won the MVP for the Pistons. Rasheed Wallace and Ben Wallace were actually the more valuable players for that team. Yeah, but Chauncey was Chauncey was the general. He was the captain. Okay, that's nice. And Rasheed, Rasheed and uh, ben, ben Wallace had a great finals that year. Yeah, but come on, man. He's like, he had the little Draymond Green. It's like Ben Wallace in Parker that Pistons system. To, to Tim Duncan's the straw, the straw that stirred the drink. I don't know. It depends. When Paul I Pierce won. I, I know he had a great turn. Listen, when Paul, well, Paul Pierce, Pierce is, is Pierce, the Celtics. He is I, the Celtics. No, that's fine. But here's where I don't agree with your logic because KG was sec was defensive player of the year that year. He was the most valuable player for the Celtics that year. Yeah. And yes, he was, bro. Come on, man. He ch- literally that team. Mm. He did everything. Would he? Would, 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 would he have? Would he have came to the Celtics without without no. the truth? Fair enough. Right. But we're talking about the results. Okay, you're right. right. The, the truth was there to get him there. You're right. But we, now we're going to talk about the games that actually happened. KG well, was the most valuable player. Every Celtics fan will tell you he was the most valuable. player I don't know. Of the Paul year. Pierce got the Celtics into the playoffs once or, once or twice, didn't he? Without anybody, without any help, he didn't get him to the conference finals with, I, with the shimmy shake. Antoine. Oh, oh yes, with Tuan <laughs> and uh, was Eddie House on that team? No, that, that was later. That, no, the, that was that, that's the. I wish those, my friend was here. Was like he would have told you. He would have named everyone that roster. Then he would start crying. He's like, "This is what I had to watch." Listen, <laughs> guy was a bad team. Eddie all right, all right, we can't me. talk. You think he will finish above fourth? Yeah. I'm going to yeah. put his over under on MVP, like, Ranking. finishing three and a half. Like, he'll finish either if, th- he'll finish third or higher, or he'll finish fourth or worse. And what, I'm taking the under. One, one caveat before we end the topic. If if he never does, I think it'll be a testament to some of the younger players in the league and not so much of his production. A Giannis, maybe a Paul How come George. LeBron can't get a whiff of MVP? Because he doesn't care you, about the rest of the season. I see what you're because saying. He rests, and I don't you know, care that he rests. Here's you can't the, rest and then want the award. Here's what I'm going to say. <laughs> you know on, what bro. the problem is? I think you're looking at it from a rational basketball savant who likes who likes the sport and watches the sport and says, no, I think this is why this guy should be the MVP. The media doesn't do that. I just think the regular season is like if you tell Picasso to, to you know, play with a coloring book. It's like, how, <laughs> gonna... how, how interesting would he really be? <laughs> That's what LeBron is playing 82 games a Wednesday night in uh, Milwaukee for the King. Brooklyn. Milwaukee's good. Yeah. And, and he's going to want to show up Milwaukee on Wednesday night, by the way, because Giannis is going to be in the house, and he's like, Giannis who? Kakonk. <laughs> he's going to want to do, which is going to segue into our next topic, the conference finals. Uh, we'll, we'll just stick with LeBron and talk <coughs> about the Celtics. We're re-watching game one, by the way. Um, I don't know if any of you guys ever watched wrestling. I'm sure everybody did growing up at least once. I loved it. I was addicted. So everybody remembers Mr. McMahon and his little walk where his arms are flapping. Conor McGregor. McGregor. The Conor McGregor walk. Before Conor McGregor, the Conor McGregor walk. It was Vince McMahon. And everybody knows his song, but no chance in hell. I literally thought before this series, if you take that motion and that song and you Photoshop LeBron James' head on Vince McMahon, that is this series in a nutshell. If you thought the Boston Celtics were going to win a game... You are nuts. 
You don't watch basketball, and I question your basketball IQ now. They have no matchups advantages. The one thing they have an advantage of is head coach, which doesn't matter because LeBron James is the second coach, and that's all you need. And the third coach. Okay? Home court advantage doesn't matter when LeBron James is dribbling between his legs, facing the fans in front of Kelly Olynyk before going to the rim and dropping a layup right in his face. I agree. I mean I agree, but I've been saying this your, all year. Your your opinion. I'm a <laughs> listen. I'm a Laker fan, and when I run into Celtic fans, which is a horrible experience, and I hear about all these assets <laughs> and these experience. and these pieces and these uh scrappy defenders and all they these terms. Scrappy. Yeah, but like I said, that's like when you you know you're introducing your guy friend to your female friend, and she's ah oh, she hot man. He's like ah oh, she has a good personality. Like if if I'm listing you as an NBA player, it's scrappy. Is your second, you know, adjective? No I'm disrespect using? to women either, by the way. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I know you weren't, but just no, in I'm case. Just saying, yeah, no, women Remember, are... we live in the world now where if you say something, you're disrespect for women. Yeah, Another tease. All I'm saying is, <laughs> if you're asking about the appearance of a female and your best friend, you know, best friend describes her as having a good personality. That's that's what it's like to say. A player you're implying scrappy. that she's not the best looking girl in the world. Exactly. So when you're saying, "Ah, oh, these guys are scrappy and they give it their all," that means they have no skill. That means they can't shoot. <laughs> it means they're undersized. That means they're going to be out of the league in a couple of years. That means they got drafted too high. I've been saying this. Oh, the Celtics have all these assets. No, the Celtics have. I will two say picks. this. I thought they have overachieved. So that's yeah. a testament, though, to Brad Stevens. Is it? I yeah, bro. He's a great coach. You can't say wow. he's not a great coach. I, I mean, I don't. I mean, time will tell, man. It's a little too early for great. Okay. That's that's great. fair because you know what I always say. No rings. Like my dad and I were having a conversation over breakfast and saying, you know, oh, the 76ers, man, they're going to be scary. I said, they're not going to be scary. They have, they're very talented. Yeah. But until you win something, you're yeah. not anything. I know a lot of talented people. Correct. That don't do anything. Correct. In fact, I'd rather have a slightly less talented person. Just look at college football real quick. Mm-hmm. Clemson. They were very talented for a decade under Terry Bowden. Yeah. They are now great because they're winning Division titles, conference titles, bowl game championships, and national championships. Exactly. Now they are great. There's got to be some substance behind your talent. Exactly. And I feel like the Celtics have a lot of guys. So that's fair on Brad Stevens. I'll say he is a very good coach who has a very high ceiling as a coach. Of course. When he gets really – when he finally gets four really good players. Oh, yeah. Then we'll be able to judge him. But then at at that point, any any – just about, but here's where I would disagree coach. because we could look at Steve Kerr. Mark Jackson was a very good coach and made the Warriors a lot better. Yeah, I don't think he would ever take him to the finals. Steve nah, Kerr, in his very first know. year, took him to the finals. Yeah, but look at Steve. and won. Look, and the on, next he, year they won 73 games. That's not fair to Mark Jackson. I'm not saying Mark Jackson's a bad coach. Mark Jackson could have gotten to the finals. I could have gotten to the finals. Let's be honest. But he didn't do. He Mike Brown. He Mike didn't. Brown is is gotten to the finals essentially. That's because Steve Kerr got injured. Like. One game into the man, he's got man. I feel bad for him. By the way, that doctor is going to get sued, and it's going to be bad. Yeah. I hope he got an umbrella policy. Yeah. <laughs> you can call. You can call me. You can call me. I'll sell it to you. you can call John Morgan. <laughs> Morgan and Morgan. Yeah, um, but I, I just, I just think that the Celtics, this is over. This series is over. It was always going to be over. It's a wrap. It's a wrap. Celtics are bad. You know? Yeah, they're bad. I mean, I like that they're bad. I think they're going to be bad. Of course bad. you do. You're a Lakers fan. I'm a Lakers fan. This, I I'm can give you a little this. bit more unbiased. Even though I hate the Celtics too, I can give you a little bit more unbiased opinion. I think they are scrappy. This is a great I think they do have heart 
and they are going to oh give you every. Goodness. I think what I think there's their team that Brad Stevens squeezes out every single juice out of the bottle. What, what does it matter if they give you all all they got? If all they got ain't enough, what does I that agree. matter? Listen, I'm not saying they're world beaters, but what, what if what if it's, I it's what, also, what if I go to the Millennium Mall and I walk in the coach or Hugo Boss and I give him all I got for the suit and all I got is 17 bucks. Oh, thank you, sir. You gave me all you got. Go ahead and take the suit home. No. You're going to call security, man. Like, hey, get a Rolls, NBA, Roy- I'm get not a Rolls gonna, Royce. I'm not going to clap. I'm not going to clap at guys. Inside joke. Hard. Inside joke that you guys would never hear. I'm Follow us gonna, on Twitter. I'm not going to clap at guys getting paid millions of dollars because they're trying hard. All right, we got to go to the Western Conference. We're running out of time in this segment. I thought that one was over. I got a, te- I got a phone call from somebody who sounds and looks just like you and said, Yeah. Screw your Warriors. <laughs> Listen. And then said, steak dinner. And then you must have texted Jaja Pachulia <laughs> and said, take him out. Yeah, I have him listed on my phone contact phone number as like the Papa. Hitman. Papa. <laughs> Listen, dirt, dirt, quick, dirty player or not dirty player? Here's what I will say. Ah, now, this Warriors is what I'm going to say. Man, please. I don't think he intentionally meant to do it, but I also don't think he's mad. That it happened. Let me tell you this. Let me ask, let, let, let me break this down because I played I played pickup basketball with professional basketball players. Not to toot my own horn. <clears throat> Pick up, you know, got you. Know, well, <laughs> just say when I, you said it, maybe not. But then when you do that, <clears throat> I'm saying I played I played with professional basketball players that get paid money overseas, whatever the case. And number one question, what one number question I ask anyone that's played pickup basketball is how many jump shots do you take in a pickup game? Just all together, there's hundreds of jump shots. How many times does that happen? Almost never. It almost never happens. It never because there's one thing called personal space in the world. But with professional basketball players, the number one thing they'll always tell you is when you're even when you're playing pickup is like, be careful of my legs. Don't take my yeah. Be every careful sports, of my legs. Every sports every sport will be tell you. Be careful that. of my legs. Don't take and my legs. NBA guys have this. You can see this this um, fraternity, this brotherhood. It, when when people close out that hard, they you're usually gonna pick a side, which you're gonna challenge. It's usually gonna be the shooting hand. A lot of go bys. You, you're gonna you're gonna pick either right or left. And you're gonna run past them. Watch, watch when you watch NBA basketball. People run past. Them, sometimes they leak out the other way. Very few times is a guy gonna challenge you face to face, and then and 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 peed on the space of where you're gonna land. It's something else sometimes because I have sprained my ankle a million times. I sprained my ankle like mm-hmm. a week ago. Um, I don't know, man. You know, it's it's the thing is it's Kawhi like, doesn't think he did it on purpose. Well, Kawhi still has cornrows. Like what, what is what does his thought process matter at this point? Like, like this is my this is my thing, man. Like, I'm just saying, even if even if Kawhi even if Kawhi really believes he did, I wish you guys would be in there our, our pre meetings. <laughs> this is just this is too much. I'm just saying, if Kawhi really believes he had mal you know mal intent, would he say it? I don't think probably he would. not. So my point Fair is enough. this. My point is this. Um, it never happens unless it's intentionally done. You don't need to you don't need to look at someone's foot to know that if they jump in the air, they're gonna come down. Like, I think he threw it out there to see what happens. He tried, and, and it happened. If you succeed or you fail, but he did. He did. He did attempt to create contact. That's simple and plain. Simple and plain. And Lamarcus now the, Aldridge did the same thing, huh? Lamarcus Aldridge did the same thing, but failed at it. Yeah, I mean, but nobody said anything. Well, it, yeah, it's like saying I, you know, fouled a pistol at you and the shot went over your head. Then it's just it's just practice at that point. But if I connect, <laughs> then it's a murder. So yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm gonna use that Rolls Royce for now. That was a great save. I didn't think the Spurs were gonna beat them at all, though. I thought the Warriors were gonna take them. Thirty, we're up thirty, bro. That's what. 
without the Tony Warriors Parker. weren't gonna have another bad half like they did the first half. Oh my goodness! Come on, man. The law of averages. Pop, Pop's a genius, bro. They were gonna fix. I don't like him. I'm done with him. He's a great coach. Wow. I think he's an a hole. Hater. He's, you're, the media is fickle. You're a fickle. I don't like the way he treats my fellow media members. How? Like they're like like they're clowns? Because most of them, of them are. Some of them are. Hey, Pop. Do you think uh, your chances you know got? What I you, didn't you, like? you think Here's your chances what I decreased? Said. I went on a rant the other day. I told my friend. I said, "Listen, man, if you want to do that to like Cassidy Hubbard, I don't know if she played basketball or not. If you want to do it to those sideline reporters who didn't play hoops or anything like that, mm-hmm. fine. I don't like it, but whatever. I can live mm-hmm. with it. But don't do that to Doris Burke. She played basketball. Who cares? I don't like it. Dude. Who cares? But here's the thing. Who cares? She treats David Aldridge with respect. Ba- barely." Like barely, you know what? And and those guys like Jeff Van Gundy, uh, Reggie Miller has to come out to the court court side. They have learned over the years to ask better questions. If you if you're gonna sit there and say, "Hey, Coach Popovich," uh, that's the thing. I thought Dursberg asked a fair question and he gave a smart remark, and I was like, "That's not that's stupid." I don't. I don't I'm. What, what was the question specifically? Um, because someone asked something about, "Oh, do you think your chances got decreased?" Was that the question that she no, asked? No, no, she didn't ask that question. I think somebody she asked, asked that question. She now. asked a question. Pop, what did you see in that game? Like, I think she has like what you saw in the first half, or like, you know, they're, pro- they're. And he probably said something like, "Oh, they scored more points than us," or whatever the case, or yeah, something like that. I mean, that's what he does. I like it. I, I, I mean, like whatever. It. Like, I mean, Listen, if Stan Van Gundy could adapt and be better at those quarter things, mm-hmm. come on, man. This, no, 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 no. One thing I have to say about this: breaking down basketball, the analysis of basketball is simple. It is very simple, and it rarely changes. Correct. If if a guy's kill you on a pick and roll, what do you do? You trap the pick and roll. You're always gonna trap the pick and roll. If you have a good big man, what are you gonna do? Throw the ball inside, right? If a big guy's killing you, what are you gonna do? Double it. So like to to do this thing game I, after I game after game is, is suicide though. Well, I would no, no, the, what I'm saying, but there's there's, there's there's either philosophy A or not. Just like okay, last okay, second of the I game. I see what you're saying. There's, it's simple. There's one. There's two ways. There's two ways you to do this it. or you do that. Exactly. It's not like hey, right, pop we. We saw something like he's not gonna come up with some new philosophy on how you know like who's he gonna say? Oh, Steph Curry went off for forty five. What are you gonna do? We're gonna throw bodies at him. Right? We're gonna be physical with him. We're gonna run him off the three point line. We're gonna put our feet underneath his feet when he lands. But I'm saying like we know he's got bad ankles. The guy's been coaching for like you know since Fred Flintstone was you know riding around. Like I don't like what do you want the man to say? I'm I'm done with it. So I I just think the basketball breakdown is so simple. Even these guys, Kenny, you know Kenny and Charles and Ernie, the only reason people watch it because they're funny. Shaq's not giving I, you any real No, I do. I think Kenny brings some. I do learn a lot because I think no, I know a lot man. about basketball because I've been watching since I was four. I've been playing but, since I was four. But well, I mean, I just I don't play because I can't shoot. So I just there's no way. I can't and I shoot. I got it. bad ankles. But like, okay, guy can't shoot. What do you do? Back off. Like, okay, yeah. but it's always been like that. I agree. So when but there's you, some, I do learn something new. I do like the way when he, Kenny goes to his screen. And he points something out. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a nice little. But you know what? That's the same thing Kenny was saying last postseason. He's going to say, oh, Isaiah Thomas is killing you off the pick and roll. So we know what you're going to say. You're not going to beat this by yourself. We're going to run a second guy. Every like, time. It, but then, like, I learned something it's, new it's to sometimes. Say, it's to say, it's, if, 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 this next, next postseason, compare notes. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> Breaking up basketball has always been the same because the game is the same. The game is the same, man. So, well, yeah, the game is different now. Uh, it's all about pace and space. Yeah, but you know what? It, the way to take away pace and space has always has always been the same. It's always been the same. There's always been a team that likes to play fast. The same way you the, the same textbook on how to stop space and space when there's a Phoenix Sun to Steve Nash is the same way you stop it now. 
it's it's not it's not how it's you do Golden it. State has way better players than Phoenix. I'm, I'm not saying it's not how you do it. It's do you have the players to execute? Fair enough. Right. That's a good. That's point. what I'm saying. Like, all right. It's not how. It's can you do it? Can you do it? Exactly. Do you have the dudes? Sometimes, like Charlie Barkley said, sometimes it's not about X's and O's. It's it about Jimmy Jim's and Joe's. Joe's. That is very true. That's very true. But I think the NBA also is very intelligent. Like, the smart players figure it out. Yeah. So, all right. So, moving on. So, we're talking about the best teams in the NBA. Now, let's talk about the worst teams in the NBA. And somehow, one of the teams in the conference finals ends up with the number one pick. So, let's talk the draft. Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst trade ever. What, the it? only trade that's worse than that is Babe Ruth to the Yankees for, like, 55 cents. Listen, oh my goodness, Brooklyn. <laughs> Screw you, Red Sox. trade our whole future for the oldest <laughs> players in history. God, that we'll was We'll see what happens. Trade. Oh, so bad. That's a terrible trade. So bad. Because the worst part is not that they gave up so many picks. It's that in the in-between years when he couldn't even give them the pick, like, hey, let's go ahead and swap picks that year too. Yeah. What do you think, Danny Ainge? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sounds good. I'll do it. What do I sign? So... <laughs> Moving on from the the Brooklyn Nets being completely inept at that time. Yep. Billy King strikes again, by the way. Yep. To be fair, that wasn't his fault. He did the best thing he could do because he had an owner who was literally like yeah, saying, down his neck. you need to get somebody or else I'm going to feed you to my Russian bears. <laughs> so like, there you go. Yeah. Um, let's talk. We're going to talk top six teams. We're going to talk some prospects. Who should go where, why they should go, and what that team needs. Let's go right to the Celtics, number one. Everybody, the consensus number one pick is Markel Fultz. Now, I'm going to be real honest with you. I did not watch a lot of Markel Fultz. Mm -hmm. Washington's on the West Coast. I don't watch regular season college basketball that much anyways because, unfortunately, surprise, surprise, it is a bad brand of basketball. Absolutely. So it's very hard to watch meaningless Pac-12 games at 1 o'clock in the morning. I need to sleep. Okay, I I'm not gonna eat Java beans in the morning. <laughs> so, um, I didn't watch a lot of him. I looked at a lot of his stats, and his stats look really good. Now you brought up a very good point because they only won nine games mm-hmm. for a team that's actually been in the tournament a lot lately, Washington, and has produced a lot of NBA players. Yep. What are your thoughts on him? On folks, because you've watched a couple games. I, wa- I watched because I, you're a UCLA I'm fan. UCLA you watch Lonzo Ball. I'm a West Coast guy when it comes to sports, and I like to see head to head. I like to see the best versus the best. So when Lonzo, I agree. That's the only way you can measure college kids. Exactly, because there's only one or two pros on every team, just Correct. depending on it. So when Lonzo went up there, no, barely. There's there's only there's sometimes you play a pro three. You may play a pro player maybe three times in a whole exactly, season. Exactly, exactly, exactly. This this is my thing about folks. This is this is my thing. Is folks, um. What 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 is his NBA skill? What is he great at? He's not elite in anything. He's good to above average in a few things, but I don't think he has an elite skill, and that was concerning me about Marco Fultz. Um, another thing is I kind of have that that opinion of him that he's going to be one of those guys that gets you twenty, but doesn't really affect the game. So one of the comparisons that I said we were talking about in the huddle or in the meeting, I said, is he Stephon Marbury? Steph, Stephon Marbury would be a good um, a good comp. I think Marbury. But everybody loves this kid. And I think, I wonder, is it because he's a good kid? Um, you know, Stephon Marbury, 
was not a bad guy. He was he, not a bad he, guy. He was definitely a, um, outside the court because I know there's a lot. Of, I I commented and somebody unique. called me out on he it and a, said like, "Well, he did this charity." I was like, "Okay, that's great that he did that." I'm talking in the game. He, he was a head case because he wanted to leave Kevin Garnett. Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my thing with Fultz is this: Fultz, I think what people love so much about Fultz is that he can score on all three levels. He can score from deep. He can score mid range. He can score at the basket. And that's something that not a lot of NBA pros right now can do. There's a very few. Not guys. many. Steph Curry, LeBron, Steph Kevin Curry, Durant, LeBron. Yeah, exactly. I can score because all even Russell, even Russell Westbrook is not a great shooter. Exactly. James Harden is overrated as a shooter. Exactly. Um, and not much. Is mid- it just those three? A oh, Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi exactly. Leonard. So there's guys um, that that. So that's that's the that's the the appeal to folks. He can get in three ways. So I understand that, but if you're Boston, he has a six nine wingspan too at six five. Yeah, but so does D'Angelo Russell. He doesn't use any of that athleticism. <laughs> shout out to D'Angelo Russell, but um, the first shout out to D'Angelo Russell ever. But um, <laughs> my thing is the Celtics is there's two ways there's two ways to draft right. You draft for need, need and fit, or you draft best available. Yeah. Right. Or you trade the pick. Or you trade the pick. So if I'm Boston, I call the Bulls. You call the Bulls. Call the Pacers. I would call the Bulls because his contract is further along. Like, there's more years on Jimmy Butler's contract. Yeah, but my thing, and I like poor George. I like Paul George actually better than Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I'm spooked if I'm trying to sign Paul George. If he's not in LA, correct. Yep. Because I've always said the argument. Like, I remember when the when the Thunder traded Harden, I said, why didn't they trade James Harden and Ibaka and Perkins for Dwight Howard? Yeah, and dare Dwight Howard to leave, um, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant. Yeah. See if he stays. Really? Because yeah, yeah. that's going to create a lot of pressure for him when he leaves, if he mm-hmm. leaves. But then Dwight Howard went to the Lakers and went left the Lakers. Left. So yeah, yeah. That, that, I look at that and say, hmm, that's an example of what I literally said. Mm-hmm. And it backfired on the team that traded for him. So if I have that as a reference point, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade for Paul George. This is my thing, though. This is my thing. If you're the Boston Celtics, you have a pick next year. I, yep. Right? So my thing is like, you get a one-year flyer on Paul George. You tell him, hey, without you, we're the number one seed. With, with you, you, we can compete. We can compete. And he does more of what you need. You need some shooting. You need some playmaking. Jimmy Butler does and he gives you, he gives you. He's bigger than Jimmy Butler. He's bigger. He, he's longer. He's a more accurate, reliable jump shooter. And no disrespect to Jimmy Butler, but I've seen Paul George go toe-to-toe with LeBron twice. Exactly. And not back down. They went to game seven, and you couldn't make an argument that they could have won the second series. And, and 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 so my thing with the Celtics is, if you if the Celtics are just saying, hey, we're gonna take the best player available, you take um you take Fultz. But honestly, if they're gonna draft for need, and impact if instantly, if they're gonna keep the pick, if they're gonna keep the pick and say we need someone that's gonna produce or be able to play right now that fits our fits one of our needs, you take Josh Jackson, because he can defend. He can rebound. He can push it in tempo. And he can finish at the. You don't rim. like Marco Fultz off the off the ball as a two guard over Avery Bradley. Remember Avery Bradley's think, contract's coming up too. He's gonna want to get paid. Yeah, but I don't know. And I, Avery Bradley is is a and way Isaiah better Thomas defender. Twenty nine already. That's what I'm saying. And so by the way, Isaiah Thomas's best year is this year. He's not gonna get better. No, no, he don't. He's not gonna get better. And that's what I'm saying. Sorry, I'm, Celtics fans. If I'm Celtics, I move that pick. And I get I get a star. I get Paul George for a year. I get Jimmy Butler for what two two or three years. I still contest they could probably get both of them. Now that they know they with have both, the number one both, pick with both picks, with the pick this year and the pieces they have, like the picks are the value. 
the pit, the the players fill the contracts. No, no, you're right. You're right. I mean, they, yeah. And yeah. if I'm the Pacers, like if I can get Brooklyn's pick next year, and I'm going to tank, and I'm going to be terrible. Yeah. Now I have two top five picks. But then, but think about it. Then, then, it's, then it's really like, well, if you're filling out the contract because the Lakers have the number two pick, and if we call Indiana and say, hey, we'll give you two, Clarkson and D'Angelo, or D'Angelo and Julius. I mean, then it's then you're. I then, think you're thinning out that you're thinning out a thin roster already, though. Yeah, I mean, Lakers roster's thin. But I mean, if, if I'm the Lakers, if I'm the Lakers, I'm I would take, actually, the pick. I would wait. I would take the pick, obviously. So number two is the Lakers are drafting. Yeah. I think it's consensus that Lonzo they should Ball, take Lonzo Ball. Um, I'm sorry, I, I read the article. I told you, but the Ringer they were saying like him and D'Angelo could be terrible defensively. I don't really care if I'm the Lakers. Mm. I don't care about defensively right now. Well, they might move D'Angelo. As soon as we got the number two pick. But I think you move him to number two and let no, Lonzo no. make like, his life easier. Move no, D'Angelo I'm just saying. Out of town. Right. I don't know. No, I'm saying if you don't trade him. If you don't, if you keep D'Angelo. I like I, I like putting them together. I I do too. Because D'Angelo, what, the, the, the biggest. I don't he know, can score. I don't know who convinced anybody that D'Angelo Russell was a was a playmaker. Correct. I don't know. Because he know what it was. D'Angelo had this one highlight pass at Ohio State where he bounces it from the three point line. And yeah. curls it, and from that one clip, D'Angelo became Steve Nash. Lonzo Ball makes players around him better, yeah, because he doesn't care about scoring. Absolutely, and you know what? He's gonna get the ball up the court quickly. Correct. He's gonna get into that offense quickly. Your p- players are gonna. This is this is what makes LeBron great. Mm-hmm. LeBron, people want to play play with LeBron because they know if they pass it to him, it's going to come back. That matters in, a good in basketball. Oh yeah. In a good position. Correct. Yes, it's going to be great. a better position than the one they originally had. Exactly. Like, getting D'Angelo going downhill towards the basket, that would be nice to see. You know, get, right. getting Brandon on a couple of We think they should take him. Lonzo I think sure. he, they fit. I think he gives them some size. I'm not really concerned about his lateral movement because he's got – he's big and he's got a long wingspan. We're, we're not going to defend anyone anyway. But, yes. Oh, so, no, yeah, don't worry about it. Number Just three is when he gets Be 20, exciting and, put, and keep everybody – Happy season tickets because then, even if you're not fun, you're gonna be an automatic lead past top five team. For sure, people are gonna be talking about the Lakers for sure and stuff like that. He's gonna, bro, he sold out UCLA, and we talked about UCLA has not sold out in a long time. I love UCLA. Um, real quick, we're gonna go overboard on this one, but that's fine. Mm -hmm. Third pick 76ers, they get it from the Kings who got the pick originally, but they're able to swap. Who should they take? I think they should take a point guard because they have Ben Simmons. They have Dar- Dario Saric. They have Biggs. They need a. They have no freaking guard. You're right. They don't have any guards. But your guard has to basically be a. Your point guard really has to be a shooting guard. So I actually think Malik Monk is a really great Malik fit there. Malik Monk is the is the ideal fit because his his height is not going to be a big deal because you stick him at the point guard because Ben Simmons is going to be passing the ball to everybody. Ben anyway. Simmons is the point guard. Correct. <clears throat> Make no mistake about it. It could be. Let's hold the pump the brakes there, people. Inferior version, LeBron Kyrie. Like it's the, the ideology. At least it's the functionality of it. Functionality. Yes, so that's what I'm looking. Yes, for. the functionality exactly. You're right. That um, your best player who's passing is the big, and your better shooter is the small. But no, you're right. But that's but now you get into that thing. Or are you reaching now? Because if you're a Philly, Malik Monk's not really slated to go till eight so, or nine. So Would are you, you call, dressing? Are this, you, man, we, you know what? We're going to talk a little bit more about the draft. We're, we're, I'm sorry. I know we said we're going to talk 10 minutes. We're going to talk a little bit more because it is very interesting. Yeah. Because this is a great draft. Exactly. 
This is the draft, like the the Blake Griffin draft, yeah, where yeah. Steph Curry and all those other guys you came out of that pieces. draft. Yeah, these are there's going to be last year's draft was not good. No, no, no. Was that Devin Booker and Carl Anthony Towns? That was no, that was a good draft. The, the year before the Booker Wiggins, yeah, the no, yeah, last year was Wiggins and Carl Anthony Towns. I mean, I'm not sorry. It was Carl Anthony Towns, Devin Booker. There was a lot, actually last year's draft was really good. Let's see. The year before was Wiggins and Jabari Parker. and every, Remember, everybody said that's going to be the best oh, draft yeah. ever? Well, I, I, that draft ended up being slightly overrated, by the way. The Wig- Yeah, because Wiggins is, uh, was supposed to be a generational player. And they, he's more they, like they, a two. They're comparing him to Will Chamberlain as far as his impact. <laughs> like that, that, <laughs> no, Carl Anthony Towns is the dude on that team. Oh, my goodness. Carl Anthony Towns is... Oh, my goodness. Without, Ge- that's the generational talent. So What would I do for Carl Anthony Towns on the Lakers? Yeah. Well, okay, so the 2016 draft is Ben, Brandon, Jalen, uh, Bender, Dunn, Heald, Murray, Chris. That's this year's draft. Not a good draft. No. So that means draft. this year's draft, we're gonna get we're gonna get a bunch of all stars from this year's draft, and I think it depends on fit. So if you're the Sixers, you know what I would do? What would you do? I would call the Orlando Magic. Oh hell yeah. yes, I'll call the Orlando. I would call the Orlando Magic. The Magic. Are in a very precarious position because they're number six. You're one, you're one there is now. a player now. To me, Alfred Payton got better this year. Watch he, play, he played better. I don't know if he, he played got be- better. He played better. He did. He took less threes, which is smart. Oh yeah, for and he was, can't shoot. He was he can't shoot, but he was. You know what? The one thing I wanted him to do that I didn't see his first couple years. I wanted him to finish at the rim. Yeah. Because if you can't shoot, finish at a high percentage of the rim. Yeah. And he did. Yes. Absolutely. And he was passing better. Absolutely. So, yeah, and to be fair, because he was passing better, they people were running harder, but they still suck anyways because mm. it's a bad fit. Yeah. I don't think they need a point guard. Like, everybody says they need to draft a point guard. I was like, nah, I'm not – I wouldn't jump the boat on dumping Alfred Payton just yet because I think the player they need is Jason Tatum, a wing who can score efficiently True. and can move the ball. And he's not going to get you five, seven assists, but he can get you – it's three assists. Exactly. He can give you a couple. But he is, he is an isolation. They need somebody who can ball, legitimate get, get bucket. buckets. But if I'm, if I'm the Sixers, do you call do you call Minnesota at seven? Say, hey. Who does Minnesota need? Because Tibbs, you have to think who's a coach too. You're right. Tibbs yeah. wants vets right now. But if you're, if, no, but what I'm saying is, this, if you're, if you're Minnesota, if you move up to three, you can grab Josh Jackson, and that fits that Thibodeau mold, a guy that that does not. They have want, Andrew Wiggins, so you would put. I put Wiggins. At, I could put Wiggins at the three. I could play Josh Jackson at the four. Yeah, you could put the modern NBA and put the and put a uh, cat at the five. Man. And I say, I don't hey. think Tibbs would do that though. But I said, I, we would do that because no, we're modern and, NBA. And, and if, I'm, if, I'm, if I'm the Sixers, I say, you got a guy. And they ask for Chris Dunn. Give us Chris no, Dunn. No, no, no. If, no, no, no. If, I, oh, I'm, Ricky Rubio. No, no, I don't want Ricky. Yeah, well, honestly, yeah. I was thinking Zach Levine coming off an injury. Oh, yeah. You take a flyer. Yeah. You take a flyer and say, hey. So I, you give us a seventh pick and Zach Levine will give you the third pick. You can probably put Wiggins at the two. Yeah. Josh Jackson at the three. Who's their five? It's, oh, it's, Georgie Diane. Yeah, he's all right. Yeah, and you can and, you, and and then you can play small ball if you want to. Exactly, and if you, that's and actually it, a good trade, right? Because for some reason, it did seem like reports were coming out that Tibbs soured on Zach Levine. Yeah, I don't know why. Not, well, well, him and Andrew Wiggins, you know, they're obviously Zach is more a little more explosive and takes. He's he's just, he's a he's a a ball dominant 
get my shot kind of guy. And Tibbs doesn't really love those kind of because guys. Because if you're the Sixers, if you do that, a point guard can still fall to you. Yeah, exactly. Because at you, that point in time, you now get, you won't need the You can go ahead and get Dennis guard. Smith. You may be able to get De'Aaron Fox if he slips. But you have, if if Zach Levine comes back healthy. But if you're the Timberwolves, healthy, who are you going to take at, oh, we just said Josh Jackson. You take Josh Jackson. At three. A guy okay. that kind of so is Lou Aldangish. But younger. Exactly. You know, fresh legs. Fresh legs. And can, and can say, I can guard from two to four if you need me to. Coach. I think his floor is Michael Kidd go, Chris. You're, you're, in the wrong, you're in the wrong vein. All right. Maybe I am. I don't know. Well, it, I, it's, I get it. I saw one game against Oregon, and he didn't really have a great game. You're, you're in the wrong vein with Kidd go, Chris. But I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, he could be solid at worst. Right. Yeah. So but then no. fourth, the Phoenix Suns, man, they got screwed. They really needed that top. They really needed the second pick. They really needed Lonzo Ball. I will. Like he would have made their life. And, and it's so much. It's so. I will. It's so apropos mm. that it is the Lakers, the team they hate the most, that got the second pick and not them. So what do they do at the at the fourth pick? I think if you're Phoenix. So we've made a trade. Minnesota moves in to get the Josh third Jackson. pick, and they take Josh Jackson. So now. Yeah, Phoenix sitting at four. If Do you trade back? Because they need a big. They need a big. Um, and they honestly, they need they need a lot. They need everything. They need a lot. They need everything except the two guard. So if, if we just, in our own head, we'll say Fultz to the Celtics, Lonzo to the Lakers, Minnesota now has moved up and took Josh Jackson. If you're Phoenix Suns, you, honestly, you it depends. Because I think Johnson Isaac out of Florida State is a little bit of a project. But he could be a big time. player. A lot of people say he's the he's the most modern NBA player in this. Exactly. Draft. He can guard one through five. Exactly. Shoot, defend, rebound. Good kid on his head on his shoulders. Exactly. Now, just swinging for the fences. I would do that if, if when you're, if you're the if you can't trade back to get one of the bigs because you can't take one of the bigs. They're not worth the fourth pick. No. Because I'm I, I used to be of the belief well if you like the guy draft him but now I understand like the you value exactly. of where you're picking exactly. But sometimes if you can't trade. Like sometimes you know they say we'll try and trade down, but you have to. It takes two to tango. Exactly, it takes two. So, it's either. Man, but Jonathan Isaac isn't supposed to go that high either. He's he's slated to around five or six. It's a, you're reaching. So you call bit. back and try and see if you could trade. Yeah, but you're not. Who, because who's there are teams I think that need to be higher. Like the Magic need to be the, third yeah, or the, fourth. The the Magic need to be fourth. At worst. Yeah, I mean you. Like, who's the Magic going to give up? That's the other problem. Uh, they're going to say, well, give us Aaron Gordon. The Magic are going to say, no, we can't give you Aaron Gordon. That's yeah. the only guy we have left that can sell tickets. Yeah. Honestly, no, listen, as good as Vucevic is, no one's paying to see that. They're, they're not. They're not. <laughs> unfortunately, no one's paying to see that. Trust me. Trust me. So, I mean, I would have um, Phoenix taking Johnson and Isaac. Tatum's there as well, too. I would um, think he's worth the, the – I think, you know what's funny? I think by the time we get closer, I think people are going to have Jonathan Isaac as, like, yeah. we should take him in the top five. Yeah, definitely. I think, I think he'll climb. So um, so then you have five, fifth, you have the Kings. The Kings. They have to take a point guard. <coughs> There's no ifs, ands, buts about it. They've neglected the point guard position for too long. The, the Kings they have, have neglected to take, their fans for too long. <laughs> I, they have to take Darren Fox. I No, I don't think you take Darren Fox. I think you take – I think you take That's this kid you at, hate him. Yeah, I do. I think you take this kid out of NC State. There's a lot Jr. of people talk about him. I, Dennis Smith. Dennis Smith Jr. is a better shooter. Are they take Dennis now, Smith? I will say this. De'Aaron Fox is an amazing athlete. He is. But you, what do you say? Give me your rules on guards. You can't shoot. Then you're not on my team. You're not on my team. 
Give me an example of because a guy. Because now I have to make up for that deficiency with an all-time shooting type talent. Name a guy. Name a guy under 6'4 that couldn't shoot coming in and learn how to shoot. 6'4 and under. Because you know what? If there you're, is, if, doesn't exist. If you're, if you're a smaller guy, then your jump shot. You have shot, to be able jump, to shoot. Exactly. That's the only way you can make it this far. Exactly. Because there's nothing else you can do. You can't. It's like, oh, he can defend. Okay, is he going to defend LeBron? You have to look at it. Is he going to defend the wings? Because I hate to break it to you. The NBA is a big a league. league. Yeah, yeah. It's bigs, wings, usually. Yeah. Steph Curry and Isaiah Thomas are Early outliers. Nominee. Exactly, exactly. You can't use them as, well, what about... Mm. And and Steph Curry, who everyone knows I love, mm. has Klay Thompson and Draymond Green. Exactly. So, like, he had... like And, and Isaiah Thomas had Joe Dumars and mm. Dennis Robin Britt and Bill Lambeer. Like, John Sally could defend John Sally. And Steph Danny had Andrew Bogut, and he had uh, Good Andre Nadala. Yeah, I mean, Sean Livingston. Like, bro, come on. They have pieces. the pieces to to mask their let deficiency. That work. Exactly, exactly. So I think if you're the Kings, I mean, yeah, you could. I, honestly, I haven't seen. I've seen a lot of Fox, but I, I haven't seen a lot of playmaking from Fox. And and he played on Kentucky with a team where he was kind of the, basically the facilitator for Malik Monk. So he probably was not asked to do. Malik that Monk before. hasn't gone yet, has he? No, Malik Monk has not gone and yet. And where were team already at Sacramento? They can't draft him because they have Buddy Hill. Yeah, you can't. And you traded all that. You, you traded Boogie for Buddy Hill. You cannot. You, can't. If you take no, a no, two no. guard. No, 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 now, you if you're a Kings fan, just shoot yourself in the face because it's over. No, no, no. Yeah, so I, I see I see the Kings going guard. Malik, uh, not Malik Monk, excuse me. Dennis Smith Jr. Or Darren Fox. You can go to Darren Fox. Or those two. Take a so pick. if you're the Magic, you could literally be patient, and the guy you need could fall to you because I think it's Jason Tatum. It, yes. Because well, he fits. He can play with. Aaron Gordon at the forward spot. They mm-hmm. can switch. Absolutely. And that's the one thing I liked about Tobias Harris and Aaron Gordon. They can switch. They can switch. Mm-hmm. Like, that's huge. And really they just never had a good coach. Yeah, you can't really switch with Vooch out there. You can't switch. And you have Biombo. So now you can do – those three guys can all switch on the perimeter. Because the NBA now is, do you really want your guard – do you want your big switch on the guard now? Oh, my God. No. Ask, ask the Marcus Aldridge how's that working out for him. Yeah. He needs a shot, too. Um, and But, yeah, if you're the Magic – if you if you stand pat, you and can fall, trade you in can front fall of to you. you. But we're, this is something. Yeah, we did do a trade. Um, but see that I don't think the only team that could take Jason Tatum ahead of them would be the Kings, in my opinion. I think the Suns could take him. I think it depends. It all depends on the Sixers. Yeah, the the Sixers are going to be that domino. Everybody's going to talk about oh the the Celtics. What are they going to? Who cares? It doesn't matter what they do. The first pick is going to be Markel Fultz. Yeah. Whether they trade, whether they 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 made, they, the, he's the number one asset in this draft. He is. So he is. He you is. have to draft him, either whether to keep him or to trade him. Yeah. So that's it. I, Lonzo I, Ball is going to the Lakers. The Sixers again are the where domino. the draft starts. Yeah. Because if the they domino. trade back and they do a Zach Levine trade, and you heard it from us first, by the mm-hmm. way. Yeah, you heard it first. You heard it here first. And they do a trade, and then they take back, and then Josh Jackson goes there. Now, what do the Suns do? Do the Suns trade? Do the Suns take a? Uh, do they try to get a trade back and get a big? Everything depends on what the Sixers do. They're the story of the draft. My thing is, yeah, because the Sixers have to make a decision. Celtics Correct. and Lakers don't have to make a decision. No, I'll take the best guy, I'll take the second best guy, yeah. and then the Sixers have to make a decision. Correct. Um, but yeah, so the Magic is probably going to be the last team we talk about. Um, hopefully. I mean, and we talk about him because even though I am more of a Warriors fan, wow! Don't let this guy don't let this guy fool you, people. Please don't. listen. Yeah, season tickets. They are the didn't local. You? T- 
I did have season. Um, not to the mat. Not to go. You, never, you did. You, you didn't have season six of the magic this year. No, not no. But, I had them once. Oh, okay. And then it's they worse. then they try to ask for more money when they give me a, a, a worse product, product. A worse product. That's called good business. That's called. <laughs> well, the it, the guys, the people who paid it, that's good business for them. But I'm so, I'm a smart consumer. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, but well, they are the local team. It would be nice to go to basketball game and at least enjoy them. Like I took my cousin to the game. He's like, "Man, this place is quiet." He's like, "Yeah, because there's nobody to watch." Yeah, no. Because true. like Aaron Gordon's good. I like Aaron Gordon. He finished really strong, but like everything else is just a discombobulated mess. mess. There's no continuity. At least that's one thing about the Lakers. At least we we're looking somewhere. We're, right. Well, if you over. have Lonzo Ball, hey, come see Lonzo Ball do five amazing passes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, so speaking of Lonzo Ball, and if you've been with us, this is one of our longer episodes. But this, uh, there's a lot going on. We mm-hmm. haven't done – we're doing like two pods in one episode. Got to get it up. Yeah. So we have got to talk LeVar Ball because people are calling him genius. Some people are calling him a bully. Some people are calling him disrespectful to women, disrespectful to oversized people, disrespectful to people who don't have money. I was, let me just say my opinion, because I talked mm-hmm. about it on one of the shows. I <coughs> like what, he, uh, the idea of what he's trying to do. I There's some of the execution that I don't agree with. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, again, and it's, I'm not in the, the board meetings. Yeah. I would love to just sit there and see how he negotiated with Nike. Mm-hmm. Because if he's negotiating it the way he looks on TV, then he's stupid. Yeah. But if he's, if he's trying to make real progress, and then Nike and Under Armour and Adidas, like, shunned him, then that's bad on their part. Mm-hmm. But again, we're not in those meetings, so yeah. Like I don't care what he does on TV. I really don't. Yeah. Because pe- people are saying. So what happened yesterday? Because we're recording this on a Thursday. Yeah. Yes. Thursday. He was on the herd, and Christine Leahy. He was talking to Colin. Christine Leahy, who I like. I think she usually brings a lot to the table. A lot to the table. Yeah, she has a lot. She's a got some a lot is a little strong. She if she didn't show up for work, nobody would notice. Let's be honest. Yeah, well, they've had Joy fill in, and they've had the other girl fill in. She does not bring thing. a lot. To, if you okay. bring a lot to the table, you have your own show. She adds. She, she's like so, Michelle Beadle? That's a. Chris, that's like, what you're saying. Chris, like, like Rachel Nichols, like they have their own show. Yeah. Like, like, okay. is Fair that, enough. So, so she's like some seasoning. Fair enough. Right? I don't think she hurts the show, but okay, No, she does enough. not hurt the show. She's definitely a side dish on the show. Fair enough. She and Lonzo Ball, and LeVar Ball got into it because she asked him how many shoes he sold. And he's, all he said was, this is, quote, word for word. And we're going to break it down for you exactly how it happened. We're not giving you the fluff and little bits and pieces here. He literally said, stay in your lane. Yeah. That was the first comedy bit. Now, let's break that down. Let's just break that comment down first. Stay in your lane. How did you interpret it? I interpret it as just that. Stay in your lane. I interpret it as mind your own business. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> like, yeah, not, this is not. I'm not here to talk to you. It basically, yes. And that's. And I have no problem with that. Me neither. I have no problem Because with that. she has gone on weeks before, every mm-hmm. time we talk about it, she's criticized him, his business mm-hmm. style. Like She's basically told him, this is how you need to run your business because mm-hmm. you're, not, you're not doing this. Mm-hmm. You, I don't like the way you're raising your kids. Like your yeah. your kids look afraid of you, which could be further from the truth. Mm-hmm. Again, who knows from what we're seeing? But who knows? But who knows? She has she has a, my thing. But she's stating it as fact. I, That's I how know. she's stating. Well, she's stating it as a fact. A fact. I, feel, I feel like she's stating it as a very very strong opinion of that, what she interprets it as. 
Fine. Which, no, she has a right to interpret it. But then LeVar now has the right to say, stay, stay in your lane. lane. Stay in your lane. And she she said, you're being disrespectful to women because he said, she says, you need to market to women. He goes, yeah, if you have a woman's company. Which is true. You don't see Victoria's Secret making lingerie for men. Absolutely. 100%. And, and, this, is, <laughs> and this is the problem I have with, with, with that with that exchange there. The first thing is this. Um, genius often looks like insanity. It looks ugly. It looks scary. It's not It's shiny. like that IBM commercial. Exactly. Is it I, the, IBM or yeah, Dell? I think it's IBM. Whatever it is, it's a cool commercial where it's like the ugly thing and then it turns into exactly. a beautiful creature at the end. So, and, and I'm not saying LeVar is a genius. I'm saying his idea is genius. And this and this is my this is my thing with how LeVar appears. He's so many different facets to this. The first thing is this, negotiating with Nike, Adidas, Under Armour. The first thing is this. LeVar is bad for their business. Correct. That's the first thing. Correct. The last thing Nike, Adidas, I never Armour, thought of it like that. That makes a sense. LeVar is bad for their business. He's, because he's, if, the, if the big baller brand becomes big, he's like, well, I don't need you guys anymore. Think about it. Because now we're our own brand. Exactly. Fair enough. Nike Good. and Under Armour are at, are at war. Correct. Sneaker companies are at war with each other over who has the best players. It's a great war, by who, the way. Exactly. Who Did has, you see that ESPN article a couple years ago about how Under Armour got stuff? Yeah. That yeah. was a great article. Exactly. And how um, you know, which, you have which players in which cities. LeVar is threatening that. Because let's say... <clears throat> Let's say uh, LeVar and Lonzo, you know, this thing gets gets moving, gets some steam. What happens to next year's draft class? What happens if a kid who's going to go number one says, I can put my initials on a shoe and get it manufactured? Right. So what happens if Nike stops getting? What if what if LeBron James was coming out in next year's class? Correct. Because that was we talked about that. Exactly. If there ever there was a kid who could have said no, it was LeBron back in 2003. Exactly. But even he went, well, that's because he was given a $90 million check. Exactly. But, you know what I'm saying? $90 million? If LeBron got $90 million, how much do you think Nike made off LeBron? That's right? a good point. So now what Now what if the next kid, and this is the thing, and I don't I don't think it matters if Lonzo can play or not. I don't think it matters as much. You're it right. matters for LeVar, but no LeVar, no LeVar did. He, he popped that glass ceiling. Here's my, here's my comparison. The first movie that had sound isn't a great movie, mm-hmm. but it created movies with sound. Mm-hmm. It killed Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, and now we have the modern movie. Exactly. You know why Citizen Kane is considered the best movie? Because it had lighting for the first time. <laughs> exactly. Lighting. Exactly. Like the angles were different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why they say, "Oh, this is the greatest movie ever." Because the story, the story is good. I've seen the movie. It is yeah. a really great movie. Uh huh. But like you're like when you put your mind say wow mm-hmm. like this I've seen this stuff before but that's because I've been I'm I'm 20 now when I'm yeah, watching yeah. like imagine yourself in 1939 watching that movie, or watching 20, 1929 when it came out like holy crap absolutely and the, the thing about this is what what I what I really appreciate about the Lavar thing Lavar is not the first person to have this idea cutting out the middleman is something Americans have, has been doing has been doing for years yeah. But no, no, Lavar did. Hey, Native Americans, exactly. Uh, you know, like exactly. You know, basically. Okay, don't get offended, anybody. Jesus. But what I'm saying is, but that's the, the that's the, the whole middle. point. That is the American dream. The American dream is, come here, learn a craft, and build your own business, and 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 capitalize on your assets. Correct. 
you like you said, Lonzo Ball still in that was UCLA. Thing I didn't like I, I at first. Mm-hmm. To me, mm-hmm. just from the small clips I saw, because I didn't—he sounded so—he comes off like a buffoon sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. And I felt like he was really um, exploiting his sons. Mm-hmm. But I've seen more and more interviews, mm-hmm. and what's funny is, and because she ends up saying that he's disrespectful to women, mm-hmm. which is just totally untrue. Yeah, because they—by the way—they do have women's brand, and she's yeah. just saying that because. He told her, I'm not here to talk to you. Yeah. I'm here to talk to Colin. Yeah, exactly. She could have been a, a Because at least Colin, when, when he has discussed LeVar Ball, Colin is all over the place at other subjects. Yeah. He's been pretty honest on LeVar Ball. Yeah, 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 Sometimes he's a little over the top, mm-hmm. but he's got three of his sons in UCLA. UCLA. Great no criminal school. record. No criminal record. His kids all have good heads on their shoulders. From he, 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 went to, he went to college. He played where sports he on a college level. Where did he come from? South Central LA. Okay. Not a place where a lot of people come that, you know, are very, you know. And he made it to where? Keno Hills. Nice area. Lavish. Okay. Doing well. Nice, nice big backyard. Training. Training young kids in the community. Playing basketball. Helping them further their, you know, Correct. their chances. I've seen a lot more of his interviews. Heck, even on Undisputed, which mm-hmm. I don't like watching because of Skip Bayless. Yeah. He was very pleasant with every somebody on the show, mm-hmm. which has Joy yeah. Taylor, yeah. a woman, exactly. just in case. Exactly. She was laughing at some of the things he was yeah. saying. Like, they were laughing. Because like, you can tell he's a pleasant person when you do not disrespect him behind his back. Yeah. And the, which and is what act, Christine has exactly. done. She has said, I don't like the way you raise your parents. I don't like or your she, kids. And she, this she took it to that personal level. Correct. When you're talking about your kids may be afraid of you. She said, like... Lonzo couldn't even pick his own girlfriend. I'm sure his dad's gonna have to do that for exactly. him. Exactly, and then and, and you know what? And you're de- you're emas- demasculating, emasculating, demasculating, demasculating his son on national television. By the way, and that poor girl, whoever Lonzo probably did choose. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a girlfriend. I'm sure she's probably pretty and very good family and everything like that. Exactly, and and this is this is my. And I'm sure Lavar said you like her. Yeah. Awesome. Cool. Exactly. And the, and and my thing with Lavar is this: like, like so said, why should he talk to her? He doesn't have to well, because it is the thing about Lavar, and this and this is the beauty of it. Like, there's something to be said for tradition and doing things the way things have always done. But Lavar is not cut from that cloth. Correct. Lavar's not going to talk to certain reporters Correct. that don't respect him or show his family the respect that he feels they deserve. He's not going to kiss up to the sneaker companies. Listen, this is this is the bottom line, and I put it just like this: Lonzo Ball is two things. He's Lavar's ball son, and he is a very, 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 very soon to be profitable commodity correct which will be exploited or utilized by some somebody business. so why so why, why not the family business so why not why not and this is what i do like he has said and if this is true which mm-hmm. i'm gonna go i have to go again we can only go by what we see mm-hmm. he all the profits go to his sons exactly like when they come out of college exactly like he's here's the other thing he's putting his kids in college exactly like hey for free for free like hey and he like he says they're going to be one and done, but if they if they want to stay at UCLA, I don't think his dad's going to be like, no, you have to leave. No, no, no. No. They have free scholarships to, to UC- an elite exactly. public school. And that alone puts him in the top 80% of parents. Yeah. Colin Cowherd has said, that's probably more than what I'll ever do with my kids. Exactly. And Colin has is a millionaire. Exactly. And this, this is my, one, one another point on LeVar is that his, his clown activities or whatever the case, like, it creates clicks. It, it it creates clicks, and you know what? Like, like, it's 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 sickening it, to me, man. Because you know what? 
that's what they do. Like the, the media is 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 so all over the place, man. Because like one, you have a guy that's starting a business and keeping it all in the house and using you know and and bringing kids along and his family and all this stuff. But Lavar does all this. I'm better than Michael Jordan. You know, he's not hurting anybody. Right. And you know what? The the number one thing is funny is oh we think Lavar should shut up because here's LeVar- facts. Uh, facts. These are facts. Okay. Mm-hmm. UCLA has come out and said they've had oh was Levar Ball a problem this and that blah blah. Mm-hmm. No, he was great with us. We no, no, exactly. He was great with us. Exactly. Am I, in, in, L- L- Lonzo's teammates. Nah, he was great. He's cool. We love Lonzo. Yeah, exactly. Levar's not in the locker room. The, the, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And it's I just it's just, it's just sad. It's sad. Celtics fans are getting excited that they're only down ninety two seventy five. And another point on this is, is if Levar talks too much, if you think he's exploiting his family. If you think he's in the spotlight too much, why do you continue to hand him a microphone and put a camera in his face? So you want to exploit LeVar Ball. Correct. But then turn around and criticize him for exploiting someone that he brought into this world. Which he's not exploiting because all the profits go to his kids. Exactly. Because he's got his own business already. Exactly. So and We're not done with this. Sorry, Tyler. We're it's not just, done. It's just... And listen, and then he, he, poked, he, poked, he poked at uh at Jason Whitlock. He said the only thing Jason Whitlock can talk about is snacks. All right, listen. Probably, and that, there is probably some truth to that. <laughs> I'm a little pudgy. I didn't find it offensive. Because listen. I don't but here's the other part. I don't really like Jason Whitlock. Me I don't think he makes great takes. No. I don't like his opinion. Like there are some times when Colin goes over the top, I'm like, okay, I, I that I know you're trying to get <laughs> ratings. Yeah. But there's a lot of stuff that Colin says that he brings with data and says this, 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 and that. Yeah, like, yeah. That okay. That's what you're really you're getting the people with this so they can actually hear that. Yeah, exactly. It's a bait. Jason Whitlock does not say anything. He, I remember a take a little I, off topic. He that. said a week ago or two mm-hmm. weeks ago, you know, people were talking about well, I didn't think no one said that Tim Duncan was gonna be a short thing. Everybody on the on the I'll speak for yourself was like, "That's why he went." Hello, did you see Rick Pitino almost commit suicide when the Celtics had two chances and got zero Tim listen, Duncan's? Jason, Jason, listen, man, Jason Whitlock, just type in Jason Whitlock on YouTube. Have fun. Yeah, and and have fun for the things that he says. Like, have fun. He doesn't make anything. He brings nothing to he, the table. I, I listened to a ten minute rant of him saying that Kobe is the most fraudulent imitator. Fake superstar that's ever been ever. Yeah. Five rings though. Second Jason greatest Whitlock Laker is not ever. Even the Kobe Bryant of reporting. He's not even the Rick Fox of reporting. He's not even the Derek Fisher of reporting. He is literally. He's the Sharif Abdul Rahim. He says a lot of stuff. There's a lot of data that he's got. Like Sharif Abdul Rahim probably has fifteen thousand points. Yeah. Do you remember any points? No. Okay, Sharif Abdul. Okay, I don't remember any Jason Whitlock stuff. That's good. And you know what? Jason Whitlock has probably heard more, or heard worse. Than that he knows about snacks. snacks. So that's, yeah, that's not all that offensive. And he probably knows about snacks. And he had snacks on Speak for Yourself that day, which he was trying to be tongue-in-cheek about it. But that's, you could say that was being disrespectful, but again, Jason Woodlock said his son is soft. I mean, call, in, in the way... If I don't have a son, I don't have a son. Mm-hmm. But when people call my friends soft or something like that, I get offended. Those are my friends. You're talking about if that if someone was talking about my, my mom always said this. My mom says I will defend you guys tooth and nail unless you guys it's your fault. Yeah. Like if someone was criticizing my son and called my son soft yeah. after the season he produced mm-hmm. at UCLA. Yeah. I would have said more than I would have been saying more than 
Yeah, he just knows about snacks. And that's the thing. And that's what I like Love LeVar for because he is not going to play. Correct. The, and then she said, correct. you're threatening me. Was when he and that, said, and that's, "Hey, and that's that baiting stuff." And he man. said, and that, "Something's and coming for you." Me. I'm sorry. Everybody in this country says karma. Yeah, karma. Karma. What are you saying? He didn't say. Oh, what goes around comes around. Right. Everybody says that. J- Justin Timberlake had a song about that. We yeah. all love that song. Yeah, we all dance to it. Exactly. All of us. And that's my thing. Like you can't. It's not like he said, "Hey, watch when you go to the parking lot mm-hmm. at five o'clock when exactly. you leave. You know, someone may show up." Exactly. That's not what he said. He just said, and he literally said. I didn't say that. This is why I don't. And he he could have said, this psychic. is why I'm not. I don't know. Uh, yeah. And this is why he could have said, like, this is why I don't want to talk to you. Yeah. Basically, like, the whole Bane situation is like, you, you can't, you can't. I was disappointed in Colin today when he said, well, he tried to show that he was a bully. What do you expect a man to do when you've been criticizing him and his family, like, on national television for yeah. three weeks? And, and my thing is like, and, and, and like Levar is proving any any pl- any press is good press. I feel like he's I'm, I feel like he's setting up his family. You know what the funny thing was? Twitter, which is not the best source, not not a good. Uh, but it's very funny on. how I kind of knew how it was going to split play out. Yeah. And I told my friend, and I forgot to say it before he mentioned it to me, but it's very funny how it was very. You can tell who was defending Christine Leahy. First of all, they were all white. Yep. Second, if they were a minority, mm-hmm. you could tell they were Democratic. They yep. were very liberal. Yep. Yep. Everybody who was defending Alonzo Ball. Now, I'm not trying to say all de- everybody who, because there was a lot of black people defending LeVar Ball. Yeah. And they may be Democratic too. You can't tell what their political agenda is. But do you know the white people that were defending him that you could tell? They were all from the Southeast, by the way. Yeah. So they're all Republicans. Yeah. You know how I know? Because the whole Southeast voted Republican for, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, the entire <laughs> history of the Southeast. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. If you're liberal, my friend made a good point. Like people who, because I don't want to sound like, because I believe in empowering people. Of course. Because listen, I was a manager. I had four women as my tellers. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me if I'm going to say what I'm going to say. Don't tell me that. Oh well, you don't care about women. Yeah. I try to empower all of them. Mm-hmm. One of them who I had really super high hopes for. Mm-hmm. I wanted her to be a teller manager. And she's like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. The second I left, like a month later, she emailed me. She's like, hey, I want to go and try and be a teller manager. Yeah. So mm. I believe in empowering people. It yeah. doesn't matter who you are. People. Yep. But now I don't even know what I was going to say. God, I lost my train of thought. What were we talking about? Talking like about LeVar Ball, Christy, you're on Twitter. Oh, okay. So the liberal people, mm. they, they when they say, well, you're just being disrespectful to women. It's like. No, 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 no. Because mm. Colin did do one thing. By not coming in and ending the conversation, he would have depowered Christine. Exactly. So by saying what she, what he said to her was very disrespectful, Colin should have done this, you're depowering her as a woman. Yeah, by not giving by her not equal letting opportunity her to equal defend, opportunity herself, to defend or to herself go on the offensive as anyone else would Correct. have sat in that chair. What, I, what to me happened was that she threw a hissy fit that she, because he didn't want to talk to her. Yeah. Basically, and the whole like you're not gonna look me in the eye. Why does why look you in the eye when yeah. he doesn't respect you? Yeah, if he doesn't respect you, mm. you specifically, yeah, not women. Because guess what? Twenty minutes ago, mm. he was looking Joy Taylor right in the eye. Exactly. So don't tell me he disrespects women. Mm. He doesn't like you because of what you have said. Exactly. And he does. He and does, he's holding you accountable for that. Correct. With limiting his access. I actually would have thought it would have been worse if he looked her right in the eye. Yeah. Because then it's like well. Look, do you like look, now? He was gonna I, attack. He was gonna attack. Like you know, like yeah. 
I don't, I don't like, my thing is like, put, put your big girl pants on or your big boy pants on, whatever pants you want to put on. Just put, put your big pants you, on. Put your big pants on. And it, there's a new, there's a new age coming. There's a new age coming in media in the world where the way things used to happen, the way things yeah. used to do are now changing. Correct. Because you know what? There's, there was a time where a reporter could, could, could say whatever the case and the person's going to come in and smile Correct. and shake your hand. The media believes that they can say whatever they want, whatever they want to say without recourse. Exactly. But whatever the athlete or the person, the, the person they're interviewing says, mm-hmm. oh, well, you're being disrespectful. Well, that's why. That's, and that's because these athletes are tied to billion-dollar corporations like Nike, Adidas, Reeboks. And they have a threat, you know, that they need to conduct themselves with a certain business decorum because they will then, they will then suffer recourse from their companies. And that's the beauty of being your own business. Correct. You, you set the tone for what you want to say. Look at the president of the United States. Exactly. Love it or hate it, he has Everybody on the internet said that he had no shot. Yep. None. Yep. Yep. And he has his own brand. And you know, if you establish that won. brand and you cultivate that brand, then you're going to get a lot, a lot of leeway. Look at Draymond Green. What is his brand? And I really look at the LeVar Ball thing. If you really don't think, if you're still in the naivety, we're going we're gonna to finish this up. Mm-hmm. If you don't think there's a, a hint of racial tone, Oh, yeah. Then you didn't watch the Chappelle episode when he hosted Saturday Night Live mm. and they did that skit and people were like, oh my God, America's racist. Mm. And him and Chris Rock start laughing. Yeah, yeah. You're living in a fantasy world. Yeah, Rac- racism exists. There's a hint that because, listen, man, he's a black man who came from nothing. Brash. Brash. He's trying to do, he's trying to be a trailblazer. And his now, son is a cash there are cow. Some, he could, I think he could execute it different ways. He could. Again, what I would have done, I would have took a small deal with this kid two mm. or three years. Mm. Two years, our option for the third year, if yep. they would have given it. Yeah. Say, hey, we'll give us a test run, mm. see what see what my son does for two years. But, I would have been like, keep it close, like, keep it close to the mm-hmm. best. And be like, because I, I would have had confidence, because I know he has confidence in his son. Yeah. And he, I just don't like that he's <clears> asking for the money that... That's going to be due to them anyways up front. I did, but and I, I get why he's asking for it. I, I know, I know. I, but I disagree because there's two things you do with that. Two things you do. Number one, if you sign a Nike, Nike's not going to give you a signature shoe. You don't get a signature. Paul George in the, in the league, seven or eight years before he got a signature. Kyrie Irving. James Harden left because James Harden couldn't get a signature. Nike's going to take a shoe, they're going to stitch your initials on it, and they're going to let you play in it, right? And then that's not what he wanted. He wanted his own signature. Another thing is Nike is going to, you know, my thing is this. If, if Lonzo comes in the league, plays two years, three years, and he's, he's not any good, you can't launch they your own. They lose leverage. You can't launch your own line off of that. But now you can launch it off of the historical aspect of it. Us against the man, you don't need Nike. You don't need Adidas. You don't need Reebok. And I'm telling Reebok. you, in 20, and, well, yeah, Reebok. You know what's funny? They mm-hmm. should be the ones going to them and taking a chance. Yeah. In, in, in 20 years, we're all going to look back at this moment in time in history, and say that was somebody that not only figured it out, but bet on himself. The people, by the way, the people who bet on themselves, they usually win. Yeah, yeah, and they usually act like Levar Ball. Yeah, they again, know it the all. The United States. They're not. They're not really. People don't really are in love with them. People deal with them. They put up with them. You know, but they bet on themselves. I bet you know this. If what if Michael Jordan had his own company, because everyone Jumpman is under Nike. Correct. Think about if Michael Jordan was his own entity. Think about it. 
how much would you pay for the first edition pre-released autographed Michael Jordan sneaker? How much would that how much would that increase? Easily a thousand dollars. Exactly. Easily. And it, and and after he played fifteen years, how much would that be worth? Thirty, forty, fifty thousand dollars. Exactly. Per sneaker. I gotta start cranking out some overtime at work so I can get I'm the shoes. I'm just saying, like, I just want to keep them in the case. I I want that little plastic case they yeah. were on the herd too, like with the lights yeah, in and everything. Exactly. It, <laughs> if it comes in that, forget it. But it's worth. It does. No, bucks. the thousand dollar one does. The oh, it does. Bucks. It yeah, comes in the case. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the lights the, and everything. Yeah, that, that, I don't want that one, dude. Nah, that's nah, too. Nah. That's too that's much. Too much. That's, that's that's a lot. I I listen, man. I'm not living in. I live outside Heathrow, not in Heathrow. Not in Heathrow. <laughs> not yet. Soon. But no, I just think what he's doing is historic. It's, I mean, he's fighting City Hall right now. He's fighting the man, which is what everybody in this country believes Everyone in. Everyone does. I mean, I mean, look, look at Nike's, how they came from nothing. What's so, their motto? Just, just do, do it. it. Well, hey, LeVar Ball, he's, he's yeah, doing it. Exactly. He's just doing it, and he's going to show the path. And I get what you're saying. Yeah. I still think. You don't like the packaging of it. I, I still would have done the two-year deal. Just no, because you lose everything. We'll get guaranteed. No, no, I'm not talking about the money. I'm I know, about, you're talking about the leverage. Yeah. And like, you're, I see what you're saying. Imagine I, a Kwame Brown signature line two years in. Yeah, but he's not good, though. Well, like, I know okay, LeVar Ball's goal. What about Greg Oden? Two man, years in. that's we, terrible, dude. Right? That's, that's a better example. Right? Yeah, Greg Oden just launched his new sneaker, man. What if LeVar Ball gets injured? Yeah. Lonzo? Lonzo, yeah. Yeah, but if he, he, like, right now, it doesn't matter. Potential. People, this is one thing. Potential the is a substance. The shoe is nice, by the way. Yeah, people don't pay for, people will pay for substance. People will also pay for potential. Correct. That's why I got Buck season tickets. You know what? I looked at the schedule. And I was like, "This is a great eight home games." Yeah. So people pay for potential. Fair enough. Yeah. Good. All right, we're back. That was uh, sorry. Thanks for you know. Hey, we needed to do this type of episode because I've been doing it on my own, and he's back <laughs> now, and we're gonna get back on a regular schedule. I'm still gonna do the other ones. Because I just like talking those other stuff too, just to give my thoughts and everything like that. But I'll stick to more X's and O's on the other one. We'll talk like the other parts on this one, just so we can have dialogue. Because X's and O's is not really, you know, you don't have to have a dialogue. I mean, you could just say this is what I thought, this is what I saw happen. But thank you guys for listening. Um, we're gonna bring subjects like this because we're not just gonna talk X's and O's, Jibbies and Joes. We're gonna talk business because. You know, we're we're in corporate America. We see how... I've mentioned this on other uh, podcasts. We know how corporate America works, and it's very funny how it's very similar to sports. Definitely. It's all the same thing. It's just a different field. Definitely. I've been in banking. I've been in insurance now. It's the same thing. It's a different field. Same game. The same game. Same game. Who sleeps with who to get to what? Who knows who to get this? And... Who's want to bet on themselves, take a risk? Correct. It's all part of the game. Yep. I've seen it all. Agreed. So, yeah, I thought that was good. I love talking to the LeVar Ball thing because I didn't want to talk about it before, but paying attention to it more, I think it is a real story. I think it's a real American story. Like, Yeah, man. It's, it's, it's very apropos. interesting. It's a very interesting story, and it, it's it's a very apropos story for this era, for like what's going on in the world, in this country right now. Listen, America was built on F.U. I'll do it myself. Thank you. I've been saying that forever. Built on. What is the manifest destiny is the saying of this country. Basically. We're here to conquer everybody. Exactly. And we don't care who gets in the way. They don't care. Right? Adolf Hitler and the, the German war machine. Okay. 
Boom. Yeah. See ya. Yeah. Japan. Oh, you take out Pearl Harbor? They're going to drop two nukes on you. Yeah. How'd that work out? Yeah. Oh, you send all your PlayStations like, over to, here to, now. To, 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 yeah, basically. But to think <laughs> Nintendo, that, they sell everything over here. But to think of America as a polite, you know, well off. Like, it's no. America is nitty gritty. It is. Hustling, let's get to it. Yeah, it, it is. It is. You know. It's not the 1950s, like, leave it to beaver, white picket fence. No, no. It's you have to not. do the dirty work. To get to that. Exactly. And LeVar's willing to do it. You gotta it. step over some people. Exactly. And LeVar's willing to do whatever it takes. That's all it takes. That's what it is. It take all the pressure off his son. And I, By and the I way, you're in. right on the pressure. Like, I don't feel there's any pressure. He's like, oh, all this pressure. For what? His dad's talking. Exactly. Like, I don't know if you ever played sports. Did the pressure you're... affect him at UCLA? No, no. he made that team Archino better. Hills they lost five games been. last year, by the way. Only five. Exactly. And that same team won, what, 10 or 15 without him. Same roster, just about. Except, I think T.J. Leaf was an addition. There you go. And T.J. Leaf is going to be drafted, but he's not going to be. He's not going to be in the league he's not gonna for be any, five, eight years. He's not going to be any good. Okay, there you go. But, yeah. All right, so thanks for listening, guys. We're going to get back on a regular schedule. We'll do the five subjects. It's going to be a lot of basketball because we got the playoffs. We the got drafts. the draft. We got free agency. Basketball, if you haven't realized it just yet, is literally almost a 12-month sport now, like the NFL. I would say the only time there's no basketball talk is August, September. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a short amount of time. August, September. But Summer League is going to be very interesting. This league. Watch Las Vegas Summer League. I'm going to try and get out there to watch Lonzo Ball. That I'm not, I doubt it's going to happen. Listen, man. I, but uh, I that would be... Uh, West Coast uh, connections that if we might need to... Hey, hey, hey. Is it, they get, uh, hustling, we're going to make it happen. Just do it. Just just do it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks for listening. Subscribe. Listen to us on iTunes, SoundCloud. Comment. We want to hear your opinion. We We need to know. know What do you guys think think about LeVar Ball? Do you think we're being, do you think because we're minorities, we're taking a side? I mean, seriously, I'm not trying to create a hot take here. I gave you my opinion. I said he's not a genius just yet. I need more data. I need consumable data that consumers are buying his product. Okay. Then he's a genius. That's my opinion. Yep. I think but I like a lot idea. of the stuff that he's doing. Yeah, I think he has a genius idea. I don't think he is a genius, but he has a genius idea. If you think it because we're minorities and we're siding with him, well, fine. But I he oh, by the way, I just want to throw this in there. He did acknowledge, he goes to Christine, you are a great reporter, yeah. just not on me. So he even told her she was a great reporter. Yep. But that was not in the headlines. That doesn't create headlines because it's the truth. Exactly. So we give you the truth. That's what we do. I we're not here to be right. We're here to, to get, get it right. right. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for listening and listen for for the soccer podcast. I got one coming up big week next week and I'll probably do some more basketball talk and then we'll do another disputable take. Um, Hopefully these conference finals will be over. We can talk finals for like, we can talk. There's going to be like so many storylines to talk with the finals when the Cavs and the Warriors finally meet. So again, thanks for listening. Have a good night. Enjoy the basketball. Enjoy everything. Live it up. Do your stuff. Go create a business. Be brave. Just be like that cat. Be bolder. Just do it. Don't take that steak and put it on your eye that's messed up. Put it on the grill. See ya. <laughs>